0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we round off a big midweek of Premiership action. Celtic host Hearts in Glasgow looking to cut Rangers lead at the top to four. Giovanni Van Bronker's side stretched their advantage with a late Kamar Roof penalty seeing off Hibs. There were big wins for Aberdeen and Dundee with a share of the spoils between St Mirren and Ross County. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, it's been a big week in the Scottish Premiership. Rangers getting a job done at Easter Road Thanks to a, a late penalty kick Makes it 3 out of 3 For Giovanni Van Bronckhurst And it's over to Celtic And Hearts tonight Can Celtic cut the gap To just 4 points Should be a cracker Players might not thank you For the quick turnaround In matches But I'm loving it Gordon Deild Every every night this week Pretty much Or in midweek Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Big games Big results Big talking points you wouldn't have it any other way Yeah, it's exciting Gordon um, A lot of clubs out there Obviously having to use Every one of their squads With the games coming thick and fast And then you're leading up To the festive period Where it really is busy as well uh, Some terrific games Motherwell uh, on Tuesday night How I've got to say We always have a, a, a Sort of a Who was your best moment Or the best person Got Motherwell's groundsman On Tuesday night Take a bow How you kept that game on Because When we arrived home I couldn't even get to Fur Park on I was distraught With the rain And how that game stayed But last night Exciting as well Talking points And tonight A terrific game at Celtic Park Full house Celtic Hearts 0141 951 1025 That is the number you need So let's hear from you Don't hang around Pick up the phone nice and early Get your calls in And talk to us Whatever is on your mind Let's hear it as Gordon says If we're on about tonight Then Celtic fans It would be nice to hear from you On your way to the game I don't know what it is I always like to hear from people On their way to the game Get that sense of how you're feeling Where the confidence levels are Who you want to see play Who you don't want to see play How many layers you've got on Because it's Baltic out there All that sort of important information Celtic fans or Hearts fans If you're travelling through Pick up the phone And let us know That's not exclusive by the way If you're going to sit And watch it at home You're more than welcome To call also 01419511025 Rangers fans Last night it Falls into that category Doesn't it Is that about That's why we're champions Or was it An underwhelming performance Or a bit of both You can pick up the phone And let us know We'll look back on that one 01419511025 1025. Let's start by going to Celtic Park and get the build up there with Andrew McLean. Yeah, Glasgow versus Edinburgh, part two of this week, a second take on third tonight. Just two points separating the teams in the table, although Celtic have played a game less. That hasn't stopped Robbie Nielsen targeting, leapfrogging their opponents with a win tonight. Ange Postacoglu, he's not interested in those types of storylines. He's just focused on his team playing well and getting the three points, something they didn't do in his opening Premiership match in charge. They went to Tynecastle and lost 2-1, but a lot has changed since then. A few new players have settled in. That game was actually Kyogo Furuhashi his debut off the bench. The squad's also a lot more used to Postacoglu's style by now and what he's trying to implement. And Hearts are probably exceeding everyone's expectations so far this campaign, aren't they? Some have tipped them to do well, but, but not this well. Only two losses in their opening 15 games 
in the Premiership so far this season. As for some early team news, Tom Rogic and Nier Beaton expected to be back available for Celtic tonight, but Hearts midfielder Benny Beningame is set to miss the game after coming off injured at the weekend. I'll get you the starting lineups when I have them. Mark Wilson, Hearts have not won at Celtic Park in the league since you were there. It wasn't your fault, yeah. you were nothing to do with it. You were just an innocent bystander. What are you expecting tonight? Um, yeah, I think it will be a difficult game for Celtic. I think Hearts have uh, applied themselves well this season. And we saw them go to Ibrox where game put... I mean, see when I'm speaking... <laughs> What's he done? I heard that he's, What is he's that? He's picked up there? his coffee He's dropped, dropped the advent calendar He's I was trying to make an important point there He was in full flow That's the best he's sounded <laughs> you, you just dropped your coffee In an uh, advent calendar I was on enjoying the it that much I needed a drink of coffee uh, Start again It's anyway, live radio saw, by the way uh, yeah, We saw Hearts going to Ibrox And they went with a game plan And they nicked equaliser uh, In the last minute of the game But I thought they probably deserved the point that day And I think it'll be similar for them Going there, I mean they're coming off the, uh, the back of a, a good performance at the weekend And they've got players who can hurt Celtic But like we always say, if Celtic turn up and play the way they have been doing And especially that front three Then they should get the three points tonight I think it'll be a difficult game Of that there's no doubt But I fancy Celtic strongly, Gordon They've had a, an extra day after the weekend they looked uh, in control against Aberdeen um, I never thought for one minute they were going to lose again But they'd, they'd lost that little bit of sharpness And I think that was down to the Thursday night It was a very difficult game in Germany uh, They've had an extra uh, day of rest I think with the big crowd there tonight They're having to close that gap again uh, That puts a little bit of pressure on them But I just think they're too strong Especially mm. middle to front We keep talking about middle to front I think they've certainly got enough in them to go and beat Hearts uh, You have to get past Craig Gordon of course yeah. He will play Benny Beningame won't I'm sure that's a Or it looks like he won't That will be a blow for Hearts It certainly will I think he's been excellent And uh, obviously the injury Is taking its toll on him um, But Craig Gordon I mean we speak about him Almost every week In the show and, and we were watching the game On Saturday And St Mirren Had a wee period Where they were on top I think they had something like Five or six efforts in goal Craig Gordon In top form Kept him out And then Hearts go up the other end And put themselves in front So He's so valuable To Hearts tonight But I think he'll have a busy night It's up to Celtic To make him work And I'm sure we'll elaborate As the show goes on We're here until 8 o'clock But the The task is simple For Celtic Gordon They have to try and cut Rangers gap at the top Back to four points Because Rangers Stretched it At Easter Road Last night yeah, they seem to obviously be the chasing pack just now, Gordon. The pressure, Mark will tell you, um, when you get to that stage and Rangers are winning, you've got to make sure the following night that you've got to go and win. It'll be the same on Saturday. Rangers at home to Dundee. We're all expecting that to be three points. And then the following day, Celtic again playing catch-up. But I think that the manager plays it uh, very cool. I think he just says, look, we'll concentrate on our own game. We'll concentrate on what we're doing. There's still a long way to go uh, We're still in December The leagues aren't won just now But he's got to make sure He keeps keeping that gap down You don't want it to go to seven And then Rangers win on Saturday And all of a sudden There's so much pressure on you Up at Tannadice That's why I think Celtic Will be out the blocks tonight And I think they'll win the game I know most of you know the number But just a reminder 01419511025 on the phones Or at Clyde SSB. On Twitter That's the number you need to get in touch We've got one big game tonight Four big games to look back on from last night uh, We got this midweek up and running on Tuesday John is in Bells Hill He's dialed the number for the first time John, what do you think of your team's chances tonight? You looking forward to this one? Yes, I'm looking forward It should be an exciting game tonight Like I think that, uh, both teams will score uh, They've got good attacking options 
defensively they're no great either of them like no so it should be I think Celtic could, could be a score win like 2-1 yeah. or 3-1 maybe it's, I know it's different John because one was at Tynecastle and, and this is at Celtic Park but are you of the of a mind to view this as how far Celtic have come from that opening weekend of the season where they they lost against Hearts but you know Kyogo was just off the plane and uh, Scott, did Scott Bain playing goals that night, Mark? Remind yeah, I me. think he did, yeah. Um, you know, and, and various, I think it was, was it Starfelt's debut as well? So is this perhaps a nice uh, sign of where Celtic have, have come if they can do the business tonight? Yeah, I think they've definitely, Celtic's definitely moved on, but they're still a bit gung ho like, no? They've, they've scored goals, but you're always going to get one or two goals against them. There's, they're still needing uh, some defenders that are like to tighten up the back or. or just the way they set up Like it's too some, It's too open Like they're too easy To play against at times Like no How come they've got The best defensive record In the Premiership John I mean you're, you're a Celtic fan So I know you're not You know criticising unfairly That that's just how you feel About your team Which is absolutely fine I, I just wonder how those two things Are true at the same time Where people are very Conscious Or very Very keen to point out How open they are And, and how they give goals away But yeah, they've, they've given fewer goals away than anyone else in the league. Oh, I wasn't aware of that, but I think they're yeah, a big help. Definitely a big help is the goalkeeper. The goal pe- the goalkeeper's playing very well in some of the games. Like no, yeah, I mean he he has proven to be an interesting signing. Mark, I wonder if it's personnel. How much that comes into it. you? You know, looking for people to set the heather on fire. And there was discussions yesterday on the show that Carter Vickers could cost you ten million. Mm. It's just a you know a newspaper report at this stage, you know would would he be worth that? You're still playing, Juranovic at left back, which isn't ideal. Starfelt has not yet shown, I'm sure what what he's fully capable of, but the, the bigger picture in the league certainly. But maybe maybe I'm being unfair because I've not included Europe in that assessment. You're right to point out the the you know the lack of goals are conceding in the league because. You know, for as long as I can remember, the Celtic defence always get a hard time yet. Even though stats, you know, back them up to be uh, pretty decent at their job. And this season's no different. In Europe, of course, they, they're wide open. You get punished more often than not. And I think that's where some people kind of jump on this this Celtic defence is too open. Um, but the guys you mentioned, the guys that have come in, I think they're starting to, well, certainly found their feet. I think Carter Vickers... Has been excellent for Celtic Starfield I think there's more to come from him Juranovic Very good um, When he's playing left back But I think the real find this season And you touched on him there Joe Hart I think some of the saves he's made Since he's come in Since he's You know Since his debut Has been outstanding Now There's the occasional mistake in there But from where Celtic were last year That it seemed like Every effort and goal Almost Resulted in a goal They have came on leaps and bounds And we say it all the time If you're going to challenge For cups and leagues You've got to have a sound Number one And Celtic found that this season You've got a few quid Would you spend 10 million on Carter Vickers? Oh, I've certainly got a few quid um, But the answer to that question is No um, I think you could get better value For your money I think he's he's playing particularly well Gordon I think he's slotted in well it, it, It's been unfortunate Because I thought him and Starfield Started to form a good partnership Obviously gets injured, young Welsh is in there, uh, he seems to be the lead man. Uh, I think that he's a decent enough player, but £10 is just about out my my wage. I'd like to see that. his negotiating tactic, he'd say, right, I know he's valued at 10 I'll give you two. That's mm, sort of the way yeah, he goes about yeah, his yeah, business. Yeah. And, yeah. and settle for in one shops. and a half. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
John at the moment In an attacking sense It seems to be all about Jota Kyogo It was all about him For a few weeks Now it's all about Jota I take it those two Are the, the guys That sort of carry your hopes This evening Oh definitely They're, they're the fire But going back To the defence of uh, Vickers I, I'll tell you who I think Would be a good addition To Celtic Park Would be Conor Goldfin well, That would be good Imagine these phone lines Well they wouldn't have Far to travel <laughs> <laughs> Imagine <laughs> all, all, all the calls this this season so far about yeah. uh, he's down tools. He's not interested in signing his new contract. <laughs> Nipple when he parked. Can you imagine Hugh Evans? I just oh, imagine. Oh, I think overdrive, wouldn't he? Tip him over the edge. No, I can't see that one taking place in January. A pre-contract. No. Wow. If you never know uh, Well maybe you do Thank you very much John and Bell Hello 01419511025 Celtic fans Keep your calls coming in As I said I'm always extra keen to hear From people who are on their way To the game Always like to Share your experiences What sort of team news Will we get Well we'll bring it to you As soon as Andrew McLean Gets it There was a big game Last night As we said This is all part of the equation Rangers are now Seven points clear On the, res- on the back of that result At Easter Road uh, so Rangers fans How are you feeling Was that a, a concerning performance Or is that why You're champions Because you can clearly Spin it both ways Craig what do you think Craig's on the line Hi uh, Gordon uh, Daz and the Mushroom How are you doing Good thanks Hi, um, I've got to listen I'm like you to get the three points You know Got away to Hibs It's never an easy game um, And Especially after what happened In the, the League Cup You know To go there And get a measure of revenge um, with the result more than the performance obviously um, I think you take that all day long Look, it was a very scrappy game I don't think either side really controlled the game all that much you know Hibs had a spell you know the first half an hour and the second half they were really good and we were under the cosh but I thought in general we defended quite well which is probably the first game I've, I've watched this season where I've, I've thought that um, when we've had that kind of pressure we had you know, spells in the the first half, and I think at the end of the day, it, it was the kind of game that was going to be decided by either a moment of brilliance or somebody making a mistake. Unfortunately for Hibernian, it was Ryan Porteous. You know, I heard a few people last night when I was watching the game and the analysis after it, and on other radio stations saying it was a maybe a soft penalty or you know debating it. I can't understand why it was debated because you know Porteous sticks a leg out. And you see he does try and pull it back in. That's when he clips Ryan Kent because Kent's right legs up, and as he pulls it back in, he clips Kent, and it's a penalty kick. You know, unfortunately, Ryan Porteous made the mistake. Fortunately for us, obviously, but for me, I, I think we'll, we'll debate everything here, Craig. You should know that. But now, what do you guys think of that? Let's get it out of the way. Let's, mm. you know, it's, it's this sort of thing that we obsess over in this part of the world. The penalty awarded to Rangers last night Was that the right or the wrong decision? For me it's the right decision I agree with Craig the caller it's, uh, The minute I seen it I thought penalty kick The only thing that was in doubt Is the fact that you're looking at the referee And to be fair to him He certainly took his time uh, And thought about it But when you watch it Gordon I think the boy Portis knows He's caught himself in, in danger here He tries to get his leg out the road He clips Ryan Kent It's a penalty kick all day long If you're any other team Whether it's Rangers Mull Celt Whatever You're claiming a penalty kick And that is a mm. penalty kick You two don't agree on much You uh, We're going to agree tonight Yeah oh, wow. okay. I was just, That was a penalty um, For me I think Portis um, He dangles his leg out 
I, I think he could have adjusted his body better to defend the situation better Kent's just too quick for him and he does try and pull his leg away but by that point it's it's too late and Daz is right the referee took his time but so he was the, right to take his time so is it the view from behind the goal yeah. the one where you yeah. sort of see the contact a bit more is that the one that, that convinces yeah, you yeah 100% um, I think you can see pretty clearly there and I think the giveaway is when Jack Ross is seen as well look if that's in you know if that's in an our box we are also, as well. also in that Mark if you look at what I talk about the referee sometimes the referee's position isn't great and but if you look at John Beaton's position he's spot on he's he's got the best view in the pitch Gordon takes his time experienced referee you can say what you want and argue all day long it's a penalty kick um yeah Craig the, the performance level how much does that matter and how much does last night fall into that bracket like, like we said about Winning ugly That's why we're champions You know all these sort of Cliches that you hear Are those applicable? I think so You know listen We won a lot of games 1-0 last season And I think We've had a few games This season we're, You know we're More than a few We've not played well And we've dropped points You know we've drawn games Or whatever I think After the cup final There was a bit of Hysteria in my opinion You know A lot of people started to Become of the opinion That um, Not everybody But there were some people Who thought Well maybe Celtic Were now favourites You know they were flying We were we were on the downward spiral. We've won four league games in a row. That's the first time we've done that this season. We're now seven clear, albeit Celtic is still to play. But that's a game, if you're going to win league titles, you need to go to places like Easter Road and win. It's as simple as that. If you can't win there, then you're going to be in for a real long yeah. slog of a season, in my opinion. Yeah, right. let's hear from the managers on a couple of those topics. Giovanni Van Bronker says it will go down as a very big win for them. However, he admits they could have been sharper in the final third. Oh, a very big win. I mean, a tough game as we expected uh, before the game, and I think uh, the game showed it was uh, was really close. You know, a lot of uh, you know uh, physical uh, play from both sides, and um, not many chances, I must say. But uh, yeah, of course we will take the win because it's uh, three more points for us. I think a game uh, was decided by transition moments. I think we, uh, especially the first half, we had some good moments to score. Great chance for Morales. Also, the second half, you could see when we um, won the ball, then uh, we got the spaces to attack. We weren't too uh, too sharp in that, those moments, and uh, I think we also gave a lot of uh, uh, loose balls away. Uh, so we had a transition moment to defend as well, and uh, I think those those moments were there for both teams. But uh, luckily for us, we uh, we came away with a win. And on the penalty, here's what Jack Ross had to say. There's a spotlight that falls upon him in this fixture, and I think he's handled recent games very well and performed exceptionally well within them. And again tonight, his performance level was really good. So there will be a spotlight to fall upon him because he's, because of the concession of the penalty. But we will look more at the strength of his performance within that, and I think he showed again tonight why he's, he's such a good young centre half in this country. Obviously, at the time, I've no idea. I'm so far away. I think the length of time John takes to give it. Gave me encouragement that it wasn't because it's unusual. I think when I think on first sight you might think it's clear cut and you would expect it to be given right away. Ad, Ryan was adamant that he, he's pulled out and there's minimal contact. And I would tend to agree. I haven't watched it. I think it's very 50-50. Um, I would want probably claim for it in the opposition box naturally. Um, but I think we have a good argument to say it could. It, it maybe shouldn't have been given as well. But as I said, it's probably. 50-50 and it goes against us which makes it usually frustrating because as I said to lose the game and to lose the game in that manner is, um, makes it doubly disappointing OK that's what Jack Ross thinks but what do you think that's far more important to me tonight 01419511025 pick up the phone right now and let us know 
You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here on a big night of Premiership action at Celtic Park against Hart. Celtic fans, are you on your way to the game? I'd love to hear from you. And if you were planning on making your way to the game on Sunday, well, a bit of an update for you because Dundee United have confirmed that due to damage uh, on the Jerry Kerr stand roof, uh, they've had the damage assessed and they have reluctantly taken the decision to close that stand for Sunday's game against Celtic. So they say they've had work carried out, they've had risk assessments, all that sort of stuff, Dundee City Council building standards, um, and that stand will be closed Celtic supporters who've been allocated tickets in this stand will receive a full refund Celtic will manage the refund process and will communicate directly with those supporters affected so that's um, going to be a bit of a blow yeah that's a shame should have got you around with your B&Q DIY skills <laughs> to fix it no it's a blow because Celtic often take a, a, a huge uh, support up there And it's always a, a game that the Celtic supporters enjoy um, But safety comes first uh, Okay, 01419511025 Do you want to talk Rangers victory at Easter Road last night? Celtic against Hearts tonight Whatever you want, pick up that phone And let us know uh, Michael is a Celtic fan Fancy your chances tonight, Michael? Um, I... So, so, so uh, how, how you doing, Mark? And uh, no, all good, all good, yeah. Hi, Michael. Two gardens, I should say. I, um, I, I believe it's um, I'm a bit thinking about Bobby Madden being the referee because he's meant to be Andy Halliday's best mate. Is he? Mm. Apparently so. Um, best mate, mate. I've I've read. I have. I thinking about this right, but Bobby Madden's been controversial in our games before, anyway. But I want right. to say my other point is is about. Ryan Kent I thought he cheated I thought he looked like He was jumping Into a swimming pool Last night he dived Because I I turned over I turned over Right to, to Liverpool match For a couple of minutes And, uh-huh. and I wrote, and I turned it back on And I'm like Mighty guessed They got spawny As they always do Sometimes right And they win the match Right Because mm-hmm. Hibs played No too bad I thought right I was watching the Hibs And Rangers game Quite quite a lot I watched quite a lot of it Yeah And then um so that's my second point Well the guys both thought Michael that, that Porteous dangled a leg And There was contact On Ryan Kent's foot As he tried to Skip by him Do you know I take it you don't agree Nah Because I just looked like I, I just thought like When, when Ryan Porteous Put his leg in I thought that Ryan Kent Made Amelia And he dived mm. So you you don't think There was any contact at all Or not enough Or, or what I, I just I just seen it dead quickly And it looked, looked, looked like to me That he was dive, he, he dived mm. But see, Sunday, I'm a bit concerned because uh, the Dundee United game might be called off against Celtic. Um, no, it looks like it will be on. It's just that the Jerry Kerr stand is going to be shut. Um, that Dundee United have just issued that tonight. Um, I'm interested on on the penalty take, Michael. See if it was as blatant a dive as you think it was. Do you find it strange that the Hibs manager Jack Ross says it was fifty fifty, and then he would have claimed for it in the other box? I I read that about what what Jack Ross said. Mm. I. But maybe maybe I just seen it quickly too quickly. But I when I seen it seen it, Gordon, I just thought he looked like he dived. But for me, um, obviously, I thought the game was going to be called off on Sunday. Now I think you're safe on that at the moment. It just looks like that stand will be shut. I mean, you two have shown your hand on mm-hmm. this already. We can always go round in circles on these things 
all night If we want Just for To reiterate your stance then You, you disagree with Michael's take On that penalty I, I disagree with Michael Michael's a bit concerned Obviously I don't know The Bobby Madden And the Halliday situation It'll be interesting To find that one out He's concerned The game's off on Sunday But he just needs to Calm down a little bit Michael um, Everybody's got their opinion Celtic fans I think Would look and say Oh that's a soft penalty Whatever I said earlier going, I don't care if it's Celtic Rangers Mall have Sarsa My opinion is simple That's a penalty kick And I think the referee Called that 100% right mm. I agree No mm. Totally agree And uh, said he's seen it quickly But there was slow motion replays there as well That kind of highlighted the, the contact When was the last time you heard the word spawny? No That is true was, yeah, It's been a while that was, That's all I was thinking mm. That full call there I've, I've not heard that word for ages uh, <laughs> Thank you Michael I'm just thinking Have I heard Andy mention Going to come round to Bobby's house Bobby's house uh, yeah. I can't even Yeah they think back. Off the meet up at the weekend. Has he never Did mentioned it in the show? No, he's got him a good and play. Bob, Xbox, him and Bobby. To be fair, if it was your best mate, you'd maybe have like a sort of pet name, a nickname. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Oh, thank I'll, you. I'll find it. Thank you, Michael. One four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Oh, we've got breaking news from Celtic Park. We've got the team, Andrew McLean. Yeah, we do three changes for Celtic. An interesting one as well. Cameron Carter-Vickers drops out the squad altogether. Leila Bada and James McCarthy dropping out the starting lineup as well. In come Carol Starfelt, James Forrest and Tom Rogic. So it'll be Joe Hart starting in goal for Celtic tonight. The back four, Anthony Ralston, Carol Starfelt, Stephen Welsh and Josip Juranovic. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, David Turnbull and Tom Rogic with James Forrest and Jota either side of Kyogo. On the bench for Celtic, Bain, Beaton, Ayeti, Abada, McCarthy, Johnston and Montgomery. My goodness, all the reports about 10 million that's put Celtic off <laughs> pronto. Uh, I assume that's not the case. Mark Wilson, no Carter Vickers, but Starfelt returns, Rogic returns and uh, James Forrest starts. Yeah, well, a big night for Starfield. He's obviously been out for a while, and uh, we were just chatting about Carter Vickers. How he's he's been impressive. He's looked pretty solid. So, um, so Starfield, you know, has to get things right tonight because he'll be playing against. Well, we would think a front three who are who um, have shown this season that they they know where the goal is. James Forrest, I'm not surprised at that, and I'm not surprised at Rogic when he was fit coming in for McCarthy. So, very very attacking uh, lineup again when you put Rogic in there. If he can recapture the form that he was in before mm. he, he was out the team, then Ange Postecoglou will have that. Yeah, it's a more attacking midfield. You had McCarthy in on Sunday for a game against Aberdeen. Thought he played particularly well. Uh, he needed the game, uh, but Tom Rogic seems to be the 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 one that he favours. Very attacking midfield player. I think Tom Rogic, terrific player. Uh, I think that's a big boost. Be interesting to see once again that that defensive partnership changes the two centre halves at Starfield and Welsh tonight. Carter Vickers obviously out the the squad, um, <laughs> and the experience of Joe Hart. I keep saying it, Gordon, especially at Celtic Park. It will be a difficult game because Hearts have got decent players. They've got a decent back three. You know, John Suter's in terrific form. You know, um, talk of big moves for him going down south. And uh, Hal Ken Kinsley is a back three there. They play three up, so they're attacking. But I just keep going back to that middle part, McGregor, Turnbull, Rogic, and that front three up front. And I think it's a big boost. Forrest is back in starting 11 tonight Yes, don't give away free kicks when Stephen Kingsley oh. is around He yeah. is deadly uh, from that di- And I could go into Joe Hart's record against left-footed Scottish oh, free kick takers great, We won't do, we won't do that um, 
let's hear from Ange Postacoglu. Look, they're, yeah, they're, they're a good team. They've been uh, they've been consistent. Um, they've got an outstanding goalkeeper who's uh, who's been in great form this year. They, yeah, they're well structured. They work hard as a team. Um, they've got some speed up front. So you know, they're they're obviously um, you know as the table will show and the results will show, they've they've been one of the more consistent sides in the league. And um, you know, they, they have. Um, they have their strengths like all our, all other teams, but we prepare the same way as we would against any other opponent, you know, and, and for us, it's still about the football we play. You know, we, we want to be the team that that goes out there and dominates the game and creates opportunities and, and tries to limit the opportunities of the opposition. So um, the focus is well and truly on us. Okay, let's bring in Grant, who's a Rangers fan in the South Side. What did you take away from last night, Grant? Mate, I, I think, good evening, guys, first and foremost. Uh, I, I think... It's a stone wall. I, I don't get. I had to phone up. I phoned up out of getting angry because I'm going. Why is there even a debate here outside the box? It would be a foul. Is it because it's Rangers? Because I think if it was Celtic, they'd be looking for forties to be sent off as well. It's getting ridiculous. This constant. Uh, oh, that foul wasn't that. That wasn't a shot. It's getting. It's getting terrible now. Oh, he didn't win the throw up. Is that a double? He did. That's what it's going to get to. It's just. Everything that comes in, the, the, the caller before me commented on Bobby Madden and Andy Halliday. But, but are they going to beat Celtic themselves tonight? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's getting out of, out of hand. And it's the old Rangers get this and Celtic don't get that. It's, it's, it's absolutely pointless for discussion. You look at that, it's a foul. Kent actually soaked my dummy and his trailing leg tripped him up. It's a penalty all day. It's a foul anywhere in the park. Yeah, I mean, for what for what it's worth, Grant, you don't have to win any of the pundits over. They actually they they both agree with you. What this notion of, you know, that I can't believe there's a debate or, or there shouldn't be a debate. That's that's just never going to happen. This is football. Mm-hmm. There are rivalries. If Ryan Porteous is on the ground with his head in his hands and saying never ref, and Jack Ross, to be fair, wasn't he wasn't too damning. But if he's describing it as fifty fifty, that's where the debate will come from, and rival fans are going to put aside. Of it forward So That's okay That's healthy That's kind of why we like football I get what Grant's saying At times it can go Too far But you two both think It was a penalty So I'm not sure You don't need to argue with Grant You both just nod your head And say yes That's right Yeah that's right Okay Yep nod your head Oh yeah I'm nodding Yeah it doesn't really work On on radio actually I should have I should have been a bit clearer But he's still nodding Does he not Yeah He's (laughs) He's (laughs) (laughs) There you go Grant what about The the football match the, The performance The three points That side of things uh, well, you take three points any day doesn't matter how you play it's three points first and that's no just in Scotland that, that's anywhere isn't it it's, you take the three points performance is a, is a bonus that's just a bit, that's a sad indictment of football these days down south it's for big money and it doesn't matter if Liverpool play at their skin or Chelsea play see if they get three points that's first and foremost that's what's important and that's just the way it is Rangers were poor last night I thought the referee was poor uh, I was Talking to my mates and, and saying, I thought if you ask for a card, is that not a bookable offence? Ryan Porter's done it twice in the game. Watch the game back. He's done it twice in the game and then he get carded once. And I thought that was maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can tell me different. I would I get told that if you ask for a card for somebody to get carded, that's a bookable offence. I mean, if you've done it twice in the game it, and then you get a yellow card, that strikes me, Mark, as one of those things that if. If you were to enforce that every time, you'll you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll you would literally yeah. never be done. Every single game you watch, players will say, "How's that not a booking ref? That's a booking," and so on. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, Gordon. I guess three points last night. It, I mean, 
It would be Out of the three It would be Rangers poorer perform- Poorest performance Under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst I guess But is that because Hibs are a good side Easter Road Are they put up a good And does it really matter Like I say We're, we're basing this on three games That's hardly a That's not me being yeah, overly critical you, you look at the game overall The first half was forgettable Apart from I think we all agree Morelis should do better With the header Gordon um, Yeah that was a big chance wasn't Yeah it? massive Absolute massive um, Second half If If I'd gone final whistle nil nil. I don't think anybody could add any yeah, arguments. Were Hibs worth a point last yeah, night? Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. I'd, I, I wasn't the greatest game, but as the Rangers manager said, when you've come off the the defeat, the semi final, you've gone through there. It's always got to be difficult against Hibs because they have got some decent players, especially up front. Um, I just thought that it was a sort of a a grind out a performance. They got the penalty kick. Once again, I'll say it, I thought it was a penalty kick, and Ruth puts it in the back of the net. So, as a as a a team that's picked up the three points, you're quite happy just to get yourself out of there and say, right, mm. okay, we can work in different things. But the most important thing is three points, especially at this time of the year. I, I'm sure that was a great answer. I just couldn't concentrate. I feel like we have to go back to Celtic Park. I, we have to find out. Is Halliday playing? Is he playing in midfield so he can be next to Bobby, his mate or, or what, what the script is? Andrew McLean, do you have the answers? I don't know. I think Andy Halliday must be in the stand tonight cheering on his good <gasps> pal Bobby Madden because he's not in the squad he whatsoever. He's not in the squad whatsoever for Hearts tonight. Benny Beningamy not in the squad either. He was stretched off against St Mirren at the weekend. Liam Boyce only makes the bench for Hearts as well. A bit of debate about how Hearts will line up tonight. Assuming they use the 3-4-3 they've been using all season, it'll be Craig Gordon in goal. The back three, John Souter, Craig Halkett and Peter Herring. Uh, Michael Smith and Stephen Kingsley will be the wing-backs with Cami Devlin and Anton Makineff, the two central midfielders, Barry Mackay and Josh Ginelli, supporting Ben Woodburn in the front three. The substitutes for them, Stuart, Boyce, Mackay, Stephen, Moore, Cochran, Pollitt and Nandoli. I've just texted him, he's actually babysitting Bobby's kids tonight, so he couldn't, <laughs> oh, make, it, okay. couldn't make it to the game. Uh, anyway, right, let's do one of these. Cash for Kids, Mission Christmas. Honestly, I've been reading this out all week and as the days go on, the more and more excited I get about it because it is an outstanding prize and you can feel good about yourself on two different levels. You can make a difference to the environment, you can help the local children here who need it most and you might even have yourself a brand new 71-plate mini electric in midnight black to drive away. How good would that be? There are now over 2,500 charging points in Scotland. Did you know that, Gordon Deal? Yeah, I did. Because I heard you. On Tuesday, so you did. Fair enough. Uh, So it's not a bad time to have a brand new electric car. You can help the environment and you can make a difference to children on our doorstep who, unfortunately, need your help all year and particularly at this time of year. So if that sounds good to you, if you want the win-win-win situation, text MINI to 84901. That's MINI to 84901 don't miss this opportunity think about this right one standard network rate message that's what it costs a £5 donation to Cash for Kids every penny of that goes to children in our communities that need your help and you might win the brand new mini so it is a bit of a no brainer for me the entries close at 6pm on Saturday the 4th of December the full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com and one more reminder that's mini to 84901 and speaking of which I've got a Cash for Kids story for the ages coming up next. You do not want to miss this. Mark Wilson, you will love it. I promise you. Oh, good. 0141 951 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 
Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here We're looking back on last night's football We're building up to tonight's action as well So it's all happening Hopefully you spent the break wisely And you were texting many to 84901 To try and win uh, on the, the the cash for kids So remember, it's this Saturday, 6 o'clock That's when the lines close T's and C's are at Clyde1.com So many to 84901 Text it over there Hopefully you spent the break doing that I did say before the break That there was going to be a a, a story And by the way Don't forget Because I know you're a, you, you you like the attention to detail £5 for that text Your standard message rate Plus your mm. £5 donation um, I told you the Cash for Kids story Mark mm. Wilson Yeah Right So <laughs> It's the Cash for Kids lunch tomorrow Did you oh, know that? Are yes. you, are you yes, in possession of that yeah, information? Yeah, yeah. You, so, you've got to Hold on Say about the text I get to hijack the story at this point Right mm, Go for That's it That's the beauty of being on this side of the mic mm. And yeah, it's Cash for Kids lunch tomorrow I'm going along I think Hugh Keevans will be there I think there'll be lots of people there Hopefully raise some money for a good cause Now, the boss in here Text Gordon Diel And asked him if he wanted to come Now let's be honest If you're sending a text message You're going to type out Cash for Kids, are you? So he texted him and said Do you <laughs> want to go to the CFK lunch on Friday? Pretty hmm. simple Two seconds later He said the phone goes It's popping up Gordon Diel I thought What's this? And he answers it And it's DL on the other side of the line saying What the f- would I want to go to KFC with you for? <laughs> <laughs> Colonel, look at the Colonel in the corner <laughs> Honestly my, my, I, I read oh. the, te- the text just went Hi, how you doing? Fancy KFC Friday. No it didn't, it said CFK <laughs> But I thought it was So I'm thinking I phoned him up I says uh, Have you phoned Have you texted the wrong person? He went, no Now, you know David, he's born And I, I went, why am I wanting to go to KFC with you on a Friday afternoon for, for a chicken bucket? Oh, <laughs> no. no it's That's unbelievable him. Unbelievable oh. uh, That uh, doesn't surprise me And bring no. your fob Ah, uh, well I'm surprised that you turned it down even if it was KFC uh. Honestly So we'll be out raising some much needed funds for cash for kids You'll be getting some fried chicken <laughs> exactly. Boneless banquet meal I think we should call him the Colonel He's already got the same colour of hair uh, You Can know what, funny wee... enough I said I was going Better uh, to KFC the other week, uh, and you were saying, "Why are you even going there?" So, what a coincidence! Uh, other fast food outlets are available, but honestly, when I heard that, I I feel like <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need to tell me who it was. Yeah. He could have just told me the story, and I would have known. Yeah, guest, yeah. Well, yeah. do you know something? That's the one thing uh, I like about this place. Now, when I had the conversation <laughs> with him and realised I'd made a little bit of a mistake, I says, "Look, keep this between you and I, please." Not a chance. Uh, <laughs> In a minute Where was my text To go to KFC I think they knew You were working tomorrow I don't give me that no, you're If you're not. listening David I better get a text Are you working tomorrow I'm working well, back I'm day 26 He knocked it back Because he, he, I think He genuinely is going Going to keep, I don't uh, know what his plans are. What's your plans if you're knocking back something? I don't think it too. Uh, you a free lunch. Plans are. What are you up to? I know there's there's a serious degree of suspicion. What's going on? There's, there is going to be free food. Yeah, lots of people, music, yep. dancing, all the rest of yep. it. And he that's right up your street. He has knocked that back. Why? That's a great point. Why? I'm keeping myself for a Christmas party. Oh really? Yeah. So <laughs> no Friday afternoon. Just I, I, I'm away. It's been cancelled. I'm away. <laughs> No way. I don't know. I'm away. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Has it been cancelled? No. Oh, no. At, I'm away oh. golfing tomorrow, so unfortunately. I've, golfing, is it? Yeah. yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, it's freezing. Like minus four. Leaving. <laughs> Who with? 
other golfers. What time teeing off? <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> 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 Absolutely no uh, chance. Uh, uh, right, the Colonel Mark Wilson. We're all here. Oh one four one nine five one. 1025 on the phones Let's bring in Nick Who's a Celtic fan What are you thinking Nick Happy about the team Confident of winning tonight uh, Yes I Hopefully Aye That's A uh, couple of changes Two or three changes Aye Can all be positive uh, Good evening Gordon uh, Good evening Mr DL And good evening Mark Evening Mr right. DL I like that Yeah Nick. I like it be better I, I, like it. I didn't want to call you donkey <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't see that coming. I must admit. Are you looking ahead, Nick? I know. I think you spoke to producer Callum and, and talking about you know kind of the team at the moment and, and what you'd like to see strengthened and so on for Celtic going forward. Uh, looking ahead, I think the January window uh, could be critical for Celtic and their push to really uh, push Rangers on. Uh, now. I'd like to know Mark and uh, Daza's uh, thoughts on who they would bring in if they were managing Celtic. But my personal opinion, uh, and and I heard that one about ten million per Carter Vickers, he's not even worth half that. Uh, I, I would uh, I would shore up the defence. I'd bring uh, Eric Sevchenko back. We'll get him for about a million or less. Uh, I would definitely bring. Young Hickey back to Bologna, and uh, I'll probably shock a lot of Celtic fans with this. As backup for Kyogo, I don't think the Greek guy's cutting it. Uh, I would go and uh, make a bid for Puki at uh, Norwich. Why are we only signing ex Celtic players back mm-hmm. for a second spell, Mark Wilson? <laughs> I don't you got an opportunity to go back. Well, right back. I, what about me? I, Keep Nick. going, Nick. Um, no, well, I don't think Pookie would be interested in, in coming back, back here. Um, I think I maybe think, he'll get relegated. To be fair, you never know. Yeah, well, next point, and positionally, I think he's right. I think you know, defence is is an area that uh, Ange Postecoglou will look at. But of course, Julian's on the way back. It depends on how close he is to full fitness because he will bolster that area. Left back. Yeah, um, now I like Hickey, but would he come um, from playing uh, in Italy? And he's playing and it's going well. Exactly. It's, so it's been fairly I mean, successful. Was it the other week there? He was getting linked with AC Milan. Now, I know that's a bit of paper talk, but still, he's doing well over in Italy. But I think left back is a position. You know, Greg Taylor's been out for a long time. Juranovic is good a player as he is. It's still a wee bit unbalanced when you you see a right footer playing at left back. So they could strengthen up that area. And centre-forward, well, centre-forward are always linked with Celtic when it comes to windows. It's just the nature of the beast. Kyogo played a lot of games. He'll need somebody to lighten the load. Now, Yeti, we've seen him sparingly over the, the last few games, but he's not going to be the answer. Giacomakis, well, he's in and out, so you probably would see Celtic strengthening in those positions. But in terms of names, who knows? Ange Postecoglou may go back into that Japanese market a market that he knows well I think that'll I think be it interesting looks, it looks likely mm. he's got to he's got to have targets in mind of course he has um, probably guys that we don't know a lot about Gordon I know that I know that this probably is a bit far out he probably won't get him but I think uh, he's he's looking at one of the best centre halves in Scotland he's up against tonight and he's out of contract with Suter mm-hmm. I think Suter if, if I, if I sell to uh, whether you can keep him in Scotland is a big question, Matt. I think he'll be looking down south. But I think Suter's one of the best centre-halves going about. I know the boys had his uh, fair share of injuries, but 
he's playing very well just now He's a terrific defender And um, I think you're looking at someone like that But unfortunately I don't think mm. he will stay in Scotland Nick, if there's a scouting position open I'll put your name forward for it Thank you, that was Nick in Airdrie 01419511025 Right, hold on We are getting updates from Halliday here So he is a, he is actually injured tonight Despite is, the, is he the speculation is he? No, no, he's, he's injured It's an injury to Oh my, how's he done that? Oof, I better not write I better oh. not share that Family show uh, Let's go on to this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football I've got no idea what's been going on On Beat the Pundit this week Now the Pundits losing is nothing new Gordon DL losing is certainly nothing new But what a performance from the listeners this week As if Tuesday wasn't impressive enough Robbie comes on here Wipes the floor with Gordon DL A 6-2 Humiliation for the Colonel Left in the corner (laughs) With his boneless banquet for company (laughs) And the gravy dribbling off his chin As Robbie strode off into the sunset With his signed ball I thought this can't. I said to Robbie, that's one of the best performances I've seen from a listener. Mm-hmm. Up pops Joe and Cambus Lang last night, answers seven questions, gets all seven right, wow. and outdoes Robbie. So the last two nights have been outstanding from the listeners. Let's see what we can do tonight. If you want to play Beat the Pundit, even if you're not as good as them, give us a laugh. Phone up before seven o'clock, and it could be you who plays next. Tackle the headlines. 0141951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and the Colonel Gordon DL Still here 01419511025 We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB Rangers fans, Hibs fans What did you make of last night? What about the performances? What about the outcome? If you've still got thoughts on the penalty I suppose we would like to hear them as well Celtic Hearts heading along tonight Pick up the phone Watching it at home What are you expecting from your team? A couple of changes uh, from Ange Postacoglu Who is the guy that's forgotten his phone producer Callum? James McGowan James McGowan If you're on your way to the game and you're listening you have to turn around Your wife's been in touch You've left your phone no. with your Covid passport on it She oh, wants you to come back and get it oh. do, a, do a three point turn Get back up the road quickly Because you're pff, What are we looking at here? You're 40, 40 minutes ah, I don't know where, where, where he lives Watching this. Somewhere close I hope But anyway uh, Right okay time for this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Honestly, the standard on Beat the Pundit from the listeners this week has been outrageous. Tommy Indram Chapel, are you gonna make it three out of three? Hope so, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I do as well. Yet, I do as well, but producer Callum's panicking because we're giving away so many balls. But tonight, heads it's Mark Wilson, tails it's Gordon Diel. And it's heads, Mark Wilson uh, okay. Up against Tommy uh, Mr B Arthur has been in touch mm. actually Who's B Arthur? Uh, Black Arthur You should oh, know right. that by okay. now he, he does the stats But crucially we know, okay. we, we know he's a busy man And he, you know, he's he's a, he's out there on the other side of the, of the globe But he he's done the stats up to the start of this week So it will not include your latest defeat Which mm. is quite damning for you yeah. Because at the moment you're only on a 57.9% win rate And where and is that, that in the table? That's going to go down because you lost on... Tuesday uh, That is third bottom oh. Above only Alex Ray That's fine And Hugh Keevans Yeah So And Tommy's yeah. in a minibus By the sound of things tonight Mark you'll be up against it yeah, Have you got, look, have you got, got company Tommy? Look. The boss sorry. Have you got company? No no I'm just on my way through to training Quite right oh, what, Who do you play for? Uh, Mulgai Mulgai Wanderers so What a story this is going to be oh, If he wipes the, the floor with Wilson Mulgai Wanderers And by the way name. If he doesn't win though <laughs> 
He can't go He's going to have to say He's exactly. pulled a hammy yeah. or so He can't turn up at training After losing and beat the pundit Anyway Let's give Mark Wilson Some Clyde 2 to listen to Tommy Here's the deal 30 seconds Answer as many questions Right as you can And if you don't know Pass quickly okay Ready Yep, yep. Let's go 30 seconds Your time starts Now Who scored the only goal For Rangers last night Came out of room. What club is Jota On loan from Benfica What team does Lyndon Dykes play for QPR Which Premiership side Has the highest capacity Stadium outside of Glasgow oh, Hearts Which player has the most goals Since the Scottish Premiership Started in 2013 Edward Name any player Who got their first Scotland cap In the most recent double header uh, What nationality Is former Rangers midfielder Alejandro Bedoya Pass Okay let's bring Mark Wilson back Mark are you ready Yep 30 seconds same set of questions Quite easy tonight Yeah uh, Right okay so don't, don't, you blow it, don't blow it by getting An early one wrong Because your bottle will crash The first one always kills me If, oh. wrong. if you get the first one wrong hurry up, You're building it up You're, not, getting you're not invited back That's how strongly <laughs> no. I feel about this You ready? Yeah Who scored the only goal For Rangers last night? Ruth What club is Jota on loan from? Benfica What club team does Lyndon Dykes play for? QPR Which Premiership Side has the highest capacity stadium outside of Glasgow uh, Easter Road Which player has the most goals since the Scottish Premiership started in 2013? Lee Griffiths Name any player who got their first Scotland cap in the most recent double header uh, Andy Ralston What nationality is former Rangers midfielder Alejandro Bedoya? French don't know, has he? Tommy, what do you think? What's the verdict? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think he might have beat me there. Do you know, it was decent effort though, Tommy. I feel like I, I haven't counted them up yet, but I, I know you were good enough that you can still show your face at training, right? So that's we've got that <laughs> part uh, out of the way. Rangers last night, Kamar Roof, one each. Jota's on loan from Benfica, two each. QPR, three each. They were oh, quite, quite good easy standard. Start. Good standard. Nah, good easy standard. Uh, the highest capacity outside of Glasgow I'm going Pataudry It is Pataudry Ah it's that big stand Bind to go on None of you got it So we're level At this point What did Tommy go for? Um, can't remember Livingston Tynecastle <laughs> Tynecastle <laughs> Even Tynecastle uh, I'm going to come back To the next one Name any player Who got their first Scotland cap In the most recent Double header You both went Anthony Suter. Ralston Suter? That's not no. Wasn't his first cap Was it not? No oh, well, uh, You had the choice go. Of Ralston or Jacob Brown So we're level <sighs> Oh. Alejandro Bedoya is from the US Bedoya. of A. Oh, is he? Yeah. So we're still level, level, which means it all comes down to this: which player has the most goals since the Scottish Premiership started in 2013? Mark went Lee Griffiths. No. Tommy went Odson Edward. No. The answer is Lee Griffiths. Oh, 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 victory! Tommy, 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 Tommy. Honestly. Knees up. I'm gutted as well, Tommy. You'll be seeing Mark Wilson's face when you're doing star jumps round the side of the pitch tonight. Oh, lucky, Tommy. You're going to get it tight for that, aren't you? Hi, honestly, I'm going to get better. What time does training start? Half eight. Really? You walking? Tommy's keen. Is it the midnight wanderers here playing? So he's going to do his own. It's only five past seven, Tommy. I doing his warm up. No, I'm on my way back from uni. Then I'm going to training. Ah, right. Okay, he goes to uni in Leeds or something. I didn't realise that. Brilliant. Tommy, you're a good man. You were a good sport. Thanks for taking part. No bother. Good man. There we go And they'll all be listening as well Won't they That's uh-huh. going to be tough uh-huh. But he he'll did alright But he did alright He'll get the sign When he runs onto the pitch I, th- I think he did alright But I've got to yeah. say Lee Griffiths 
fantastic shout that was Magnificent answer I'm yeah, giving yeah, you that yeah. you I thought, It was I a thought, guess though You could tell by the tone in his voice It was a good <laughs> guess <laughs> I was the only player I could think of uh, I thought they were easy questions tonight Well you got three on No 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 I got USA right <laughs> There's no, no way chance. you knew that. I, I honestly knew he was from Madoya. Yes, I honestly 100%. But people from here to Drumchapel and Mulgay and in between will be listening because I referenced this last night. Did you see it's that time of the year where Spotify released their, is it, what do you call it? Spotify wrapped. I asked this last night and I went, I think that's what it's called, where you, it shows what artists you've been listening to the most. So, for instance, if you had it, I know you're not, you don't have Spotify, but yours would say number one, Nathan Carter, number yeah. two, Joe Longthorne. You know that, that sort of thing that, That's the way it would go uh, But you can do it for podcasts as well So loads of people were sending me to say Look look how long I've spent listening to, to Super Scoreboard Seriously? And then they wow. sent yeah. You can dig a bit deeper and, and they sent some other stuff The people This year We got our first listeners from Ghana We got, Ghana? Our, we got our first listeners from Iceland uh, What were the other <laughs> Who's listening in Ghana? There'll be someone from here I assume I don't think that Um <laughs> Yeah. So you, you you two truly are worldwide figures at this moment in time I'm impressed with that yeah. I just thought it was people for Clyde Bank that listened in here Yeah because mm. you get the usual Australia, America Obviously you know expats that yeah. sort of thing But you two Ghana. are, you two are big in Ghana Big shout out to Ghana destination They should do a road show there so the, Imagine <laughs> <laughs> The one person <laughs> just sitting in the audience <laughs> Go in Ghana Go in Ghana The colonel comes to Ghana Right Let's get back to the football. Uh, Liam is a Hibs fan from Livingston. What's on your mind tonight, Liam? Hey, how are you guys? How are you doing? All right? Good, thanks. Ah, uh, yeah. Basically, I've, well, I've got a couple of points. I'll start off with um, the game last night uh, regarding the refereeing performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I'll go on about the penalty because uh, you're going to ask me if I think it was a penalty, probably. <laughs> they, I think it was a penalty. Uh, I'm sort of 50 50 on that one. I think. It was soft. Do uh, I think Hibs would have gone to the other end? Probably not. But I'd be wanting it. Uh, but it was more the other decisions that were going on in the game. Mm. Uh, I thought Rangers pretty much had everything in their favour, if I'm being perfectly honest. Just the sort of 50-50 decisions. I thought they uh, they got the majority of them as usual. Uh, and it seems to be a, a, a pattern every time we play Rangers. It's the same kind of stuff, eh, really. And I think I speak on behalf of all Hibs fans in regards to that. I, I don't doubt Hibs fans will feel that way because that's sort of what football does to you. Um, you know, I've been in, in home supports when when the big two come to town, and and you, you tend to feel that way, Liam. But I mean, Hibs got a penalty in the semi final, didn't they? The last time they played Rangers, um, you'll tell me it was it was a stonewaller. I'm sure we've had people on in, in you know in the, the game the days that have followed saying they felt that was soft. That they felt that. Yeah, you can see why it was given, but Boyle initiated the contact. So we're only going back, like you know, under two weeks, and and Hibs got their penalty, got got that moment against Rangers. So it maybe been a, a little bit selective. I can understand the point with that one, but the difference is Hibs were two 0 up and cruising at that point. Like it seems to be every time we play Rangers, they seem to get the big decisions at the times of the game. Kim, and it's tight. It's always like a game changing moment. Even going back to Ibrox, at this, well, a few weeks ago now, uh, the post is sending off. No. He has won the ball. He's been over the top of the ball, so I can see again why mm. it could be a red card. But moments before that, Lundstrom had exactly the same challenge, fat, fat and worse, and he never got sent off. And you're thinking, all you want is a bit of consistency. Eh? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I hear that a lot, Gordon, about mm. consistency. I, I, I always say it in the show, this is like my go-to line. I don't really know what 
what that means because we convince ourselves that certain instances are are identical and and therefore you know if, if you point out one of them and you think it's a mistake then are you saying you want the referee to make a mistake every time or, or do you accept that some some will be given and some won't because if if that's the consistency you're after I, I'm not, I don't really know how we get there um, what do you make of, I, I of think, Liam's point? I think Liam's at this point because of I said earlier gone take away the penalty kick I thought Hibs on the night uh, deserved if they got a point deserved a point of that there's no doubt for me I think that uh, Liam's on here about the referee because the highlighted was the fact that John Beaton's given the penalty if he does it, if that penalty doesn't exist and it's a nil nil I don't think Liam's making that call about the referee because well, obviously I looked look at yeah but he's complaining about the other things he, I, I think he's admitting really that it was a penalty kick. You know, as much as everybody says, well, 50-50, but if it was up the other end, I'd be shouting for it. Of course he would. And I think he, he should be given it because I thought it was a penalty kick. I didn't look at John Beaton last night and think, you know, there's got to be a lot of talking points tomorrow night in the show. Apart from one thing, was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? And that's a matter of opinion. Hibs fans, of course, are going to say, no, it was a soft penalty. I don't think mm-hmm. it was a penalty kick. Rangers fans, yes. As neutral standing in here, I thought it was a stone wall. Um, I mean, Liam, I get the frustration. Like I say, I think most of us as, as fans have kind of been there. But you've, if we go through them, you've said sort of fifty-fifty on the penalty. You've also said on Portis is sending off. You can kind of see why it was given. So, even by your assessment, not by mine or anyone else's, by yours, it's not like these are horrific calls that you cannot believe they've been given because you've, you've you've almost admitted you can see why both were awarded. Aye, but there's also like it's it's just consistency, really. That's that's all I'm after. And there's even like there was last season. There's another example. Morelos is stamped on Porteous, no being sent off, and he's went on and scored the winner. Rangers won one nothing. You're thinking every time it's like every single time. Yeah, it's hard enough for a team like Kibbs to know. We've got a fraction of Rangers' budget. You go to Ibrox and you've got a thousand fans at your fifty. It's hard enough for we teams, kind of smaller teams, to go to the sort of big fish in Glasgow. It's hard enough without a referee of them. Nice the important decisions You know what I mean Like it'd be nice for us To go and get something that's Yeah I mean Mark Believe me I, I, I get that side of it I think All fans of Non-Celtic and Rangers Feel that way The, the, the problem when, when you start trying to do that Like I said So Liam And understandably at the time So he's gone back to an incident I know On the back of this Because I've been here before I'll get someone tweeting me From Four seasons ago When Darren McGregor Hauled Morelos or someone to the ground And they can't believe he wasn't Yeah Sent off we, we, Like I say we, we managed to tell ourselves That we can compare that From a year ago It might have been a different ref It might have been at a different stadium It might have been under Different circumstances And and then we say All we want's consistency Which I get the I get that feeling But I don't think that exists I don't think What people are looking for Exists I think it's, uh, it's fantasy uh, beca- Yeah No I would agree with you And it's been an argument For the starter Time that fans do feel hard done by And they, they tend to remember selective things From games uh, gone by uh, the, only, the only time we're going to get consistency um, Is when VR comes no, but Again, but, but, but we won't That's the point It is still going to be a subjective process Where a pair well, of we'll eyes A it. pair of eyes will look at it it's, yeah. We're asking for something that When we mention that That doesn't exist So last night VR Probably gives that penalty Because yeah. there's the touch That won't change 
If there are Hibs fans out there who, who don't think it was a penalty That won't change They still won't agree with it It's not going to change well, anything But it makes the argument A lot stronger It dilutes their argument No it's not You just I know what you're saying But all, all we'll hear Is different phrases We'll say I can't believe VAR have looked at that And it's still been given No that, that's That's what we'll hear But it's closer to the truth Than believing A but, referee But it's subjective What is truth That's my point I'm getting a bit deep mm, here right Yeah Different What is, like, what is truth <laughs> Explain going on philosophical, that, right? Yeah. But no, we're not. We're not talking. We're not talking black and white. We're not talking offside or onside. We're not talking over the line or mm. not. We're talking about something that requires an interpretation. So your truth is different from his truth. Yeah. Well, I know that. Well, <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> I think most one, and one, one of you tells the truth, basically. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. I like well, that. well, I, I, I think we we are. I get what you're saying, Gordon, but when. We assess what Liam's saying Let's take for example Liam's saying He wants consistency All fans say that When things go against him But until VAR see it I don't think we'll I think it'll move us yeah. A wee bit closer To, but to what we're So if we limit it To what Liam's talking about Yes or no Does VAR change The decision last night No Does it change The Porteous sending off Nope There we go so. Does it change the truth What truth what is truth? Exactly. <laughs> you uh, listen. You are in no position to point your finger at anyone because I've got something else to pull you up oh, on. No, right? What have I, done I, now? I was inundated with tweets about you on Tuesday night because do you remember? In fact, I'll just play it, Mark Wilson. Now, this is what oh, happened on now? Tuesday night. We were in here. Sky Sports News was on. The old video printer uh, was flying up, and I, I made an observation. Um, <clears throat> listen to this, right? This is this is him on Tuesday night. How many times have we watched teams come out the block, score a lot of goals, and then take the? F- the foot off the gas I've It's ne- well, well known well, in football Well known Foot off the gas I have never seen a team Score 6 in 23 minutes I don't think So it's not that well known mm, Well You'll just anyway, see What was the final score Of that England women's game <laughs> The other night Oh <laughs> 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 tell you what What you, was it How many uh, 20 wasn't it 20 It's a wee bad end We'll see See as soon as oh, the 20th no. went in <laughs> So many people were tweeting me Going off <laughs> Good job they took their foot <laughs> off the gas <laughs> Oh what the, a prediction The accelerator but was oh, Well sometimes you do <laughs> 20 <laughs> oh, top Never uh, Thank you very much Liam and Livingston It was nice to speak to you We'll take more calls And a full time teaser next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's time for Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel To put their sizeable football brains together And come up with the answers to this teaser Remember if you want to submit your question And hear it used on the show like this The address you need is fulltime At Clyde1.com We've got Ross in Hamilton who sent it in tonight So thank you to Ross Fulltime at Clyde1.com He wants to know And it's, it's like loosely linked To the fact that Rangers uh, Scored with a penalty last night Can you name The only nine players Who've scored more than 22 penalties In English Premier League history That's just a sort of Random cut off point And it, there is no significance To 22 It was just a A good way to cut it off I think from Ross Nine players have scored more Than 22 penalties In English Premier League history Shearer Shearer Who? Who's the first? Shearer Ed Sheeran Ed Sheeran Sheeran. Sheeran. Alan Shearer 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 Here's here's one that you're not going to get And it's probably later on Dennis Irvin No No I've seen (laughs) that's That's why we won't get it David Unsworth 
No, but oh, do you know he's not far below I, that. I he's think never he's, missed a he's in about twenty-two. Has I think. He? Yeah, I think he's just below. Van Nistelrooy. No. What? Not there long enough. Really? Lampard. Yes, he's second on the list. By the way, behind Shearer. Okay, let's leave it there You've only got seven to go Nine players have scored more Than 22 penalties In English Premier League history And if you want to submit a question And have it used on the show The address you need is Fulltime at Clyde1.com Let's bring in Brian Who is outside Parkhead To be specific Uh, What are you expecting When you get inside, Brian? I'm expecting a fun fireworks And Glasgow Celtic winning three points That's what I'm expecting Good evening, boys Good evening, Good to have you along. Uh, what do you make of the team? Tom Rogic is back in. Uh, no Carter Vickers anywhere. What, what stands out for you? Uh, I think Big Vickers probably has got a, a wee tweak for the weekend and uh, he's cuddling him in. Uh, Celtic's going to have enough. That's. Um, okay, Abada's uh, brought in, but what are you bringing in? Uh, sorry, sitting out. Yeah. You're bringing in James Forrest. He's no football player. Outstanding He's had his injuries To um, Today to And uh, now he's back you're, you're Tom Roger Tom Roger If you get a Tom Roger That's playing uh, 85% He's as good as any Midfielder in Scotland I feel really Really confident tonight And I'll tell you What else I feel confident About the rest of the season The reason why Is because Celtic This is a team That's been put together Andrew Andrew's uh, Came in. We didn't know nothing about him, and as I said, he's been thrown um, thrown in at the deep end by what was left with Neil Lennon. And the less said about that, the better. Last season was poor, but what we've also got is money to spend in January. And the guys, the guys that he's looking at, are really looking good. Are really looking good. I mean, if it's the Hatati guy, with a wee look at him. If it's Maeda, with a wee look at him. These are guys that we don't know in Scotland, but then when we said that, what did we know about uh, Kyogo? And that guy's come in and absolutely turned in a real performance. And if he keeps playing, we know nothing about Jota. If he keeps playing, we're talking about guys that could all be contenders for player of the year right now if you're to stop the league. I know, don't want to. Obviously, the situation, the points-wise. And if you look at the game that I brought, um, I think Celtic were a better team and we didn't get a rub, a rub of the green. With new personnel coming in and, and with the gel in the way that Andrew's got them playing football, I don't think I really don't think the second half of the season we've got anything to worry about. Well, it's interesting the the some of the guys that that Brian mentioned, obviously Kyogo and Jota, we we barely done talking about them at any stage. Gordon, the return of mm-hmm. Tom Rogic, Brian was happy with that. He's missed the last six games, uh, which is quite a. A chunk when you think about it Time flies He went off just before half time Was it in the game at Easter mm-hmm. Road When Celtic were three up um, And he was looking Kind of like vintage Tom Rogic At that point wasn't he Bearing in mind a spell When people thought he was going to leave yeah. um, So I'm sure the manager Will be like delighted to have Tommy As he calls him back he, He's bought into the, the new manager You've got to say Gordon It's given him a little bit of a, a spark You're right I think most Celtic fans Looked at Tommy Going out the door um, But I think the new manager coming in um, I, You know maybe Playing to the system And, and getting his arm round him Getting him going again Because everybody knows He's a fantastic talent Absolutely fantastic talent And uh, I think he's a very important player to Celtic just now Especially the way they play Middle to front I think he adds so much to that 
Um, and I think that's a big boost getting them back tonight. It'll be interesting in the January transfer uh, window to see who the manager brings in. He'll certainly he'll identify players that we probably don't know a lot about, Gordon. Um, he'll, he'll bring in players that's probably going to strengthen his squad because we did talk about it on Wednesday, uh, Thursday night. Um, about differences in Europe when he had to make substitutions, mm-hmm. try to hold on to a lead. The bench wasn't as strong as what he probably wanted. So it's got to be a big uh, window. But in terms of the job he's doing so far, I think he's doing a terrific job. I really do. Yeah, I mean, the bench tonight, Mark's fine. Beaton's there, McCarthy, Abada, Johnson, Montgomery, a Yeti. Just, it's maybe just not quite what, what Celtic, maybe just in one or two areas. I think it looks certainly stronger If Celtic go on the lead And they're looking to hold on to things It's certainly When you look at Beaton Coming back And McCarthy's on the bench There's options there To kind of shore it up And didn't really have that last week The the, the position they're light on And we keep going back to it Is, is the centre forward I know that Giacomacchus is there But He's not really shown uh, His true worth yet And a Yeti Is that striker Who Ange Postacoglu Has left to turn to And you know, it doesn't look like it's going to work out for, for him so far at Celtic. So, you know, I'd be very surprised if it doesn't dip back into that Japanese market that he knows so well. Uh, Brian, we've just watched on television. You're at the game. We've seen a, a sort of montage of uh, Craig Gordon's best saves from this season alone. And there, there are quite a few of them. I guess Celtic's front men will need their shooting boots on tonight. Craig Gordon's an absolute 10 out of 10 uh, goalkeeper. I've got none but respect and admiration. But you cannot when I mean Celtic will get ten, twelve chances, he's not gonna stop them all. And I mean they're talking about good chances and these guys if we I I'll, I'll make a prediction tonight, we're gonna to win three nothing tonight. Craig Gordon will still maybe get a possibility of man of the match, that's how good he is. But we will win three nothing tonight, Celtic. And guys, I'll be on tomorrow night and if I'm wrong. I'm wrong Okay Okay but Enjoy the game I like it His predictions It's clear He's, It's to the point Enjoy the game Brian Speak to you tomorrow The uh, <laughs> The last meeting At Celtic Park Was actually one of those Mark it was weird Where yeah. um, Craig Gordon I think Did make saves From memory Conceded three times Celtic Absolutely ripped hearts apart But it finished 3-2 um, Yeah You know A few vulnerabilities At the back That was early on In the season as well That was the League Cup So not only to judge maybe you know our Celtic better, will Hearts approach it differently? Because in the first half they 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 could not get near Celtic. They they could yeah. not get anywhere near it. Um, I think it ha- was at half time or afterwards they brought Josh Janelli on. They were able to to try and ask a, a few more questions of Celtic, and then it actually worked. They somehow got within a goal of hmm. you know a, a goal of Celtic despite being outplayed. Well, I think they would have learned uh, valuable lessons from that first forty-five minutes. Celtic were sensational. Hearts very open. Now it takes a brave team to go you know three-four-three three and try and attack Celtic at Celtic Park because you leave yourself so open at the back, particularly with Celtic's front three and then Rogic behind them, uh, Turnbull uh, as well. So. I don't think Robbie Nielsen's side will be as open as they were in that first 45 minutes and they'll try and make it difficult. Um, so, uh, again, it's up to Celtic to break them down. I think with Rogic coming back in that side, it's, it's certainly a bonus. You know, I think Rogic does touch on it. This season, his form um, has certainly improved, but I think the system, you know, the, the way Celtic play now suits him. It's quite often up to Tom Rogic to unlock doors, but if you look at the players round about him, and the runners in behind, that's just that suits him down to, the, down to a tee. You know, he, he can play those 
those cutting passes. So that's why I think Ange Postacoglu is getting the most of him. And he's got to be in top form tonight to, to beat Craig Gordon in that defence. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, the, the season... <laughs> I think we'll know time just flies by it's, it's not early in the season at all What are we looking at? 15 games, 16 for some of the teams um, already um, And you're just kind of learning lessons all the time If we go back to that game That, that Celtic beat Hearts at Celtic Park That, that was way back in August uh, Jota, we hadn't heard of him yet I don't think Edward played in fact Which, well, <laughs> which yeah. I'd completely forgotten about uh, We haven't heard of Jota yet Does um, If you've got any chance of, of stopping Celtic at the moment Do you have to stop him? Oh, he's a big player for Celtic. Um, he's creating, he's scoring, he's playing with such confidence, Gordon. So, yeah, he's got to be a massive threat. But I think with the addition of Forrest on the right-hand side, that gives you another threat as well. Kyogo through the middle making the runs. I think Tom Rogic is a big player. Turnbull can, uh, um, you know, open up defences. McGregor set plays. Um, I, think, I think Hart's best opportunity tonight is... To try and be in the front foot I think if you're sitting against Celtic At Celtic Park tonight With the players that they've got And the quality they've got Middle to front They'll eventually open you up Yeah you've got a brilliant goalkeeper And Craig Gordon to call upon But I think that's too big an ask For 90 plus minutes Gordon So Hearts will need to offer Some sort of a threat To have any challenge of uh, winning mm. tonight at, at Celtic Park Now Brian's very confident I, I don't disagree that I think Celtic will win the game I think it'll be a tough, tough game. Uh, okay, well, tonight becomes extra important because Rangers won last night. It stretches the lead. That's the way football works in this city. Mark is a Rangers fan from Cote Bridge. What did you take away from last night, Mark? Hi, Gordon. Thanks for taking my call again. I spoke to you a wee while ago there. I'm the I'm the agent that had COVID at the start of the year and I was in a coma for a couple of months and stuff. And That's was right, on. Mark. How are you doing now? Uh, same old, same old. I was a wee bit disappointed actually that that uh, Hughes not on the night because I think if you remember the last time I had a wee bit of a dig at him. Um, he had he had been sticking the knife in the Rangers, having a terrible start of the Euro campaign, and I told him that it was a disgraceful comment to make considering the the quality of opposition we played in our first two games, and I I, I guaranteed him would still qualify before, with a game to spare. And there you go. I'll remind um, him but, tomorrow. Don't you worry. <laughs> but anyway, as, as, with regard the last last night um, I mean I, I think you actually summed it up in your question um, how last night did go it, it, it was a case of winning ugly because that's what champions do and we've been used to watching Celtic doing it you know for years Scott Brown scoring 90 second minute winners and stuff and um, we did we did play ugly but the, the bottom line is um, Gio's been in the job 10 days he sat in the stand and he watched that debacle against Hibs and he could I mean Hibs tore us apart at, at, at well and he's instantly seen that needs shored up that needs totally stiffened up and the bottom line is the guy's been in three games we've won the three we've conceded one goal and Hibbs didn't actually have a single attempt on target last night so he's done that now obviously he's Dutch and our new coach is from the Ajax coaching school so the nice football and the crisp passing, it, it's, that will come. It has to come. It can't not come with the level of manager and coach and, and the quality of players that we do have. But the most important thing was getting into these difficult games. And we've took Tynecastle away in a couple of games' time as well. The important thing was to shore that defence up. And he's done it and he's tightened it up. And, uh, you know, one goal conceded. And, and by the way, you know, you could probably tell, tell me better, but I think Rangers were behind in about six or seven games in a row before 
um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst took over. And since he's been there, we've not been behind at all at any at any point in any game. Yeah, I think it was six in a row, Gordon, conceding mm-hmm. the first goal. Do you see a, a, a tweak defensively? Because we always... I think it's just natural. People like to see goals being scored. We've obsessed over what's been different going forward. Do they look a bit more solid or... Uh, occasionally, Gordon, I still think that I think I still think you can get at Rangers. Uh, I think that look that the manager's just in the door. It'll take time. He's tweaked the system a little bit. So this is the, sorry. This is where shots on target can be a problematic stat mm. because I think Mark Wright Hibbs was very low, if any, but they still got into areas at yeah. times. And and there was the Livingston goal. So there's still there's still work to be done. Yeah. To, to be fair, if you look at the difference between the semi final against Tibbs when he watched it from the back of the stand. To last night You know Boyle Nesbitt Were yeah. real threats In the semi-final Looked like he could score at will Last night With the, the tweak of the system I think it helped His defenders Because Boyle and Nesbitt Really didn't impact The game at all I think there's still Work to be done that Because I still think mm. You can you can Create chances Against Rangers But I think The tweak of the system He needs time To implement His own sort of Style of football And how he's going to go about it Mark you look after yourself It was lovely to hear from you Cash for Kids Mission Christmas What a prize this is What a prize A 71-plate mini electric in midnight black Not only are you saving the environment By making the change to electric And by the way, it's a good time to do so With over 2,500 charging points in Scotland But you would be giving vital funds Directly to children who need it the most here on our doorstep So it's a really good opportunity I'm sure you will agree All you have to do To be in with the chance Of winning the mini Is text that word Mini to 84901 That's mini To 84901 The text costs A standard network rate message Plus your £5 donation To Cash for Kids CFK KFC Call it what you will It will go so Every penny of that None of it is wasted It goes straight towards Local children And their families Which is a crucial part here in our area The entries close at 6pm This Saturday the 4th of December T's and C's are at Clyde1.com And one final reminder That's Mini Text Mini to 84901 Back to Celtic Park next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde1 Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde1 Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're approaching kick-off at Celtic Park Rod Stewart is in the crowd The cameras have zoomed in on him And a man with an equally questionable hairdo Is Andrew McLean Give us the teams I'm not sure I'm having that But uh, yeah the team's just making their way Out the tunnel at the moment The light show has just finished At Celtic Park as well Ange Postacoglu saying he's going to need His whole squad at the start of this 10 game run Before the winter break And we've seen a bit of that tonight Three changes Although one of them is Force Cameron Carter Vickers Not in the squad at all James McCarthy and Leela Bada dropping out the starting lineup as well. In comes Starfelt, Forrest and Rogic. So it'll be Joe Hart in goal for Celtic tonight. The back four, Anthony Ralston, Carol Starfelt, Stephen Welsh and Josip Juranovic. Callum McGregor, Tom Rogic and David Turnbull. The midfield three with James Forrest and Jota supporting Kyogo Furahashi. As for Hearts, they're also without a key man, Benny Beningini misses out. He was taken off injured at the weekend. So he drops out of the starting lineup along with Andy Halliday. Mackay Stephen and Boyce Hearts troubled Celtic at times with pace you look back to the 2020 Scottish Cup final it looks as if that's what Robbie Nielsen is looking at tonight Ginelli and Woodburn coming in for them Herring and McInef in the starting lineup as well so it'll be Craig Gordon 
in goal for Hearts tonight. The back three, John Suter, Craig Halkett and Peter Herring. Michael Smith and Stephen Kingsley, the two wing-backs with Cammy Devlin and Anton McInef, the central midfielders. A front three of Josh Ginelli, Ben Woodburn and Barry Mackay. And despite the fact that Hearts have caused Celtic problems at Tynecastle, even as recently as this season, the record at Celtic Park is really poor. Hearts have lost 18 of their last 19 against Celtic here, drawing the other. That was back in September 2015. Ange Postacoglu is always talking about progression. That's what he wants every single game. That's what every single game is geared towards to. He wants to see more from his players every single time they take to the pitch. But it's important they close that gap at the top of the table back to four points. Robbie Nielsen says Hearts will be motivated knowing they can move ahead of Celtic with a win tonight. But it'll take a big performance to do so. And surely a big performance from former Celtic man Craig Gordon in goal tonight. Ben Woodburn standing over the ball for Hearts. Just about to get underway at Celtic Park. Let the record show there is actually nothing dodgy about Andrew McLean's hair. It's a very average, sensible hairdo. It just seemed like too good an opportunity to pass up. We've all been there. You're trying to crack a joke and it wasn't even that funny. I'll hold my hands up. But I can't giggle. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you've just got to yep. you've got to go for it. Anyway, players take the knee as is customary ahead of kickoff and uh, we are indeed underway. So you're both expecting... Three points, Celtic. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be any th- wobbles along the way. No, I can't see. It. I just think they're too strong, Celtic. Okay. I think they'll create chances. Uh, they'll need to be at their best to get past Craig Gordon, but I think they'll certainly do that tonight. Uh, three points is what it's all about, Gordon. I know that Celtic fans will be looking for a performance. Three points. Yeah, I mean, no Liam Boyce. He's in the bench. Uh, Gary Mackay, Stephen, who scored at the weekend, he's in the bench. Mm. Andy Halliday, who obviously inspired the win, uh, returning to the team at the weekend. He's not involved anywhere. Uh, Mark, but Hearts do still have a deep squad. When you look at the players that are there, Barry Mackay, we've just seen him bring down Anthony Ralston. Uh, Peter Haring, who was a very popular player. Um, yeah. or is a very popular player at Hearts. The Hearts fans like the job he does. Josh Janelli. Cammy Devlin's been a bit of a fan's favourite. So, yeah, no, no Beningamy as well, but they've shown a good bit of depth with yeah, that selection. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And, you know, I know Boyce is, is a wee bit of a surprise that he's been left out, but Woodburn, good player. And either side of him, plenty of pace, especially generally. So, that's right. If, if Hearts are hoping to get something well, it's going to be in those wide areas with Mackay and generally to to trouble the Celtic fullbacks. Um but I'm with, I'm with Daz in this one I think Celtic will have too much uh, Going forward And uh, I think they'll win this one convincingly what, uh, what is the latest on this teaser? Mm. Uh, remember we were looking for Nine players who've scored more than 22 penalties In English Premier League history Before the break you gave me Alan Shearer and Frank Lampard uh, I'll go Jamie Vardy Jamie Vardy, yes And well done. a guaranteed James Milner 100% put it down no James Milner doesn't take penalties Yeah he does. he does sometimes Gareth Barry No No Matt Letissi Yes Yeah well I have Honestly to. I'm glad one of you Salah No Um. What about Danny Murphy Nope Oh what oh, Defoe 22 is some going Yeah Danny Murphy you took a lot of penalties so. Somebody that's Jermaine Defoe 18 no. for Danny Murphy so no How'd you get that so quickly Just off the top of my head <laughs> <laughs> That was impressive He made that up That's quite good is it on that list? Gary no, McAllister. I don't have it down here. I've only got the, the correct answer. Gary McAllister. No. Oh, what? Uh, Robbie Keane. No. Okay, we'll leave it there. You've got five Eight to get. Why are we leaving that there? <laughs> <laughs> We're struggling. But there's another one that I, I really. T- Thierry Henry. No, he's he's next oh! on the list. It has to be more than 22. Right. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to mention one of the answers that you've got. 
And subliminally I think you'll get it Right uh-huh. So if you've already given me Lampard Gerard. Yes See I knew that would oh, work Oh I had him written down 32 yeah. for him Sorry uh, Celtic are 32 knock- penalties Yeah Wow uh, Celtic are knocking at the door early Mark A corner kick forced here Sorry Gordon I wasn't watching But <laughs> there's a replay on So if you watch yeah. right now yeah. No Ralston does well Getting to the touchline Just checks back And his ball across the face Cut out So Yeah it's a lively start actually You know Plenty of pace in it oh, this, this is straight one off the training ground yeah. It almost worked oh, I, I don't, good what, what happened there Mark that, that looked like it was going to work Did Turnbull just I think, Tur- yeah, I think Turnbull stops his run But it was, it's a well-worked corner but Short corner in. Yeah Played back Was it to Was McGregor. it to McGregor Who then tried to play that through ball For Turnbull Who had taken the initial corner I think Turnbull switched off yeah. Yeah. I think he switched off I think he has to go there yeah. It's a great ball with McGregor And you say Gordon That, look, that one looked off the training ground to me uh, Let's bring in Derek Who's a Rangers fan in Govan Derek Rangers stretched the lead last night Celtic have to respond What do you make of it all? No, I, can't, yeah, I think we're in a great position. I think Van Bronckhorst has come in and done everything that we, we would have expected and uh, asked him. Uh, we're in the driving seat. Celtic have need, need to go and win. If they, if they don't win tonight, and, uh, we, we can get a win on uh, Saturday, which is sure we will. There'll be major pressure on Celtic. Major, major pressure. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because it's, so, it's kind of early, Gordon. Mm-hmm. And these are big ifs. Celtic are very on top at the moment. Celtic fans are By and large Enjoying Ange Postacoglu They're really enjoying The way the team's playing They feel good about themselves If that was to somehow Stay at seven points tonight Or, or, or six Things can change very quickly In this mad part Of the footballing world Yeah um, You're right in what you say About the manager I think they're loving life Under Postacoglu And quite rightly so I think he's doing A terrific job Gordon For the short space And what he had to walk into But you're They can't go I know it's December But They've got to win They've got to keep that gap Closing that gap You The minute that gap starts to open to sit, The pressure then becomes mm. enormous And Rangers are playing first Celtic go to Another hard venue Up at Tannadice Against Dundee United on Sunday We're expecting Rangers probably To win at home against uh, Dundee So Tonight is vital That they get three points on the board And that's why there are no Every game's a big game here Mark That's what people talk about When they talk about the expectation The goldfish bowl Whatever expression you want to use You know it, hmm. Like I said with, with like Literally one or two results Don't go your way Everything changes Of course uh, Look If you're in Celtic's position just now You're seven points behind Although Rangers played a game more Up to this point It is big pressure You know You know You cannot afford To slip up tonight Because it quickly gets away from you you know, if it stays, like you say, at seven or six. The only thing I would say, Celtic are absolutely battering down the door here yeah. inside the first five, six minutes. Starfelt's header is deflected uh, behind for a corner. Uh, Celtic are just working constantly camped uh, in and around as Turnbull hits when it's not his best. Uh, that goes wide. What about last night, Derek? What did you make of it? Worst game of football I've seen for a while. <laughs> that good? Oh, <laughs> I but... Uh... They're the ones you grind out and win, don't you? They're the ones that win your league titles. Yeah, I mean, we've, as is often the case, lots of attention on the award of the penalty. Good composure from Kamar Roof, though, you have to say. He's yeah. he's proving to be quite reliable in those situations. Yeah, the one thing about the Rangers manager, Van Bronckers, when he makes a substitution, they seem to be making an impact. Uh, Sakala uh, at the weekend comes on, gets a good header. 
Uh, Roof comes on last night and finishes again. Well, gets the three points with the, the the penalty kick. Very composed penalty kick, Gordon. I agree with I agree with it, Brian. It's it's on the line. Derek, uh, but Derek, I'm calling uh, what you want. That's yeah, close. Uh, Derek <laughs> or Brian. Um, I totally agree with both of them. Uh, that it was a boring, boring game. It wasn't a great game of football. But just now, you go away Easter Road. It's about picking up points And it's the same with Celtic tonight As much as Celtic have started really brightly And playing some nice stuff It's all about three yeah. points Hearts now have a corner They've gone yeah. up the other end Michael Smith could run from him That's Kamar Roof's 11th goal of the season Mark, I wonder I feel oh. like that's kind of gone Yeah, unnoticed yeah, I'm, I'm surprised at that you know, and, and by the way and Let me take out quickly his international In, in 20 games, I think uh, Maybe 19 yeah, impressive was, stuff yeah. Because You wouldn't really say He's been the number one pick Has he? This season He seems to be In and out And you know Doesn't he often play Right through the middle as well So yeah Fairly impressed with that Thanks Derek It was nice to speak to you Or Brian Or whatever your name is <laughs> uh, Take care Hopefully you'll give us a call soon <laughs> Just go for any name Why does he go for Brian? Because I had Brian written down For the last ah, call I feel like 15 minutes yeah. ago Yeah Yeah uh, nothing comes of that Hearts corner um, Right, what are you two doing on this teaser? Still four more players with more than 22 penalties scored in English Premier League history mm. Man City Aguero? Uh, yes Yeah, good show. Well done Good show uh, Got to be a Man United one in there Yes They get loads of penalties Bruno? Who's, who's Seriously the, He's Bruno only been Fernandes? here about two seasons oh. Ronaldo? No uh, Rooney? Yes Yeah, Rooney yeah, Rooney. Is that another United member? You met Mrs. Rooney. Yeah, yeah, very good friends. I feel like you can trace. Well, at schools. I feel like the character that you've become on this show can sort of be traced back to that moment. I feel like that was one of your early DLisms. Yeah, you just took was, off. Do you remember that, Mark? I do. Old Trafford. <laughs> forget. No. And he came no. away thinking he, he recognised her because they were at school <laughs> together, <laughs> and then he realised it was Colleen Rooney. She's <laughs> no, also the, about thirty years younger. Young. The, the worst part of that story was when I left the stadium and I walked out the, the box I was in, and then box next door had two security guys standing. <laughs> How did you get in a box? At and Old and we don't have time. We're, we're running out of time. <laughs> right, I'm a big You've got name. two more on the, the penalty taker. Uh, we need a both English. Yeah, both still taking penalties. I Probably guess. played a lot. In of games. fact, one took a controversial penalty this season, where he was brought on to take it. But oh, missed. Uh, noble, noble, West Ham. Oh, noble. And Good. what about the other one? If you're thinking English penalty takers are still at it, there's only one other, one other answer surely. English penalty taker must be a goal scorer, Harry Kane. Yes, Harry Kane. Well done. Right, still goalless. Celtic Hearts, or oh. is it? Yeah. Oh, oh my, what a miss. We've maybe just seen miss of the season <laughs> From Celtic And I don't even have time To elaborate It's James Forrest He hits the post from one yard out Anyway Whatever happens at Celtic Park We will look back on it tomorrow From six with Hugh Evans And Kenny Miller uh, Callum is up next